Hello there and welcome to the good old days of radio show. This is John Tefteller. It's Thursday. We are rolling through a series of 10 great radio horror shows of all the types of shows that tend to work best on radio and tend to maintain their ability to uh, shock and keep us in awe and suspense. The horror shows of all seem to do that best of all, and so we always like those here. Today we have an episode of Lights Out, written by Arch Obler. For those who don't know much about Arch Obler, and I've talked about him before, but I'll say a little bit here, um, Arch Obler is a very strange person. I, I met him on several occasions. Uh, we had multiple conversations. He was always the kind of person that would just kind of <laughs> look at you and tell you things, but there was always something lurking in the background. You never knew what he was saying and where it would lead. Um, he inscribed a book to me, which I have here somewhere. Um, I, hand, I don't know if I told this story before, but I handed him a copy of a book that had come out in the late 30s of his plays. I think the book is called Arch Obler's Plays. And I handed him a copy of that to autograph. Um, he did. He gave it back to me. And when I looked at what he wrote, I thought, what in the world does this mean? And what he wrote was, to John, may the pixie that danced in my soul be forever forgiven. Sincerely, Arch Obler. Now, I have no idea what that means, but whatever it means, that was his little message to me, and I treasure having that book because it reminds me of him and all the crazy stuff he wrote for radio. The show for today is called Organ from June 8th, 1943, and we'll have more to say about it after we listen to it. So here from is Lights Out, Organ. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out, Everybody. Out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. This is Arch Obler. A man, a woman, and a small boy arrive in a new home. Happy day. And sometimes not so happy. First, a word from Frank Martin. Frankly now, friends, are you asking yourself, why should I be losing weight and feel on edge and worn out? Other people feel good and have fun. Well, if more vitamin B1 and iron is all you need, cheer up. Ironized yeast supplies both in pleasant-to-take tablet form at a cost of but a few pennies a day. With ironized yeast and its famous two-way help, great numbers of people who were short on these substances 
have soon regained glorious strength and energy, today these people can really enjoy life. Remember that name, Ironized Yeast Tablets. And now, lights out, everybody. Fifty, sixty, and twenty is eighty, and twenty is one hundred. Perfectly correct. One hundred dollars rental for two months. And now there's the matter of a receipt, of course. If you don't mind. Oh, no, 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 no. Not at all, not at all, not at all, Mr. Cook. I do business in a business-like way is my motto. We're not a very large firm, but service supreme is our motto. Now, what did I do with my receipt book? So careless of me, and... In this pocket? Oh, no. any old piece of paper will do, really. No, 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 no. Here we are, here we are. <laughs> Had it in this pocket all the time. I, I'll just sit down over there and write it out for you. Well, darling. Oh, Chuck, it's simply unbelievable. Fifty bucks a month for a furnished Grand Central Palace like this one. Beautiful, there's something wrong in the woodpile someplace. <laughs> Your figures of speech are a little mixed, husband. But the fact remains that $100 is the price we're paying. Yep. Service Supreme over there is making out the receipt with his good left hand, so I suppose it's true. Oh, say, where's the draft exemption? Sleeping there on the sofa. <laughs> Made himself right at home pretty quickly, didn't he? <laughs> Takes after his papa. Oh, now that's liable. I never curled up in a strange sofa without. Oh, yes, Service Supreme. Uh, here we are, folks. Here we are. Money receipted back and proper. I, I, I uh, hope you'll be quite satisfied here. Not quite. Oh, I'm sure we will be. As you can see, our boy has made himself at home already. Hmm? Boy? Oh, oh, oh yes, yes. Uh, cute little fellow. I do hope he'll be quite all right. Quite all right. <clears throat> yes. Well, I must be getting along. Business, you know. Uh, moving in at once, aren't you? Well, uh, yes, we, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. You told me you were. Uh, uh, yes. Well, good luck and uh, goodbye, Mr. Cook. Mr. Cook, goodbye. Well... Wasn't he in a hurry to get out? <laughs> Service supreme until the moment the rent's paid, and then it's exit extraordinary. Well, I'd better go get the things in out of the car, huh? Say, I never thought we'd spend the summer in a mid-Victorian mansion, did you, dear? Here, I'm talking to you. Hmm? Oh, I'm sorry. Why the pensive look? What are you thinking about? That's what that man said. What man? Oh, you mean Service Supreme? Yes. Well, what pearl of wisdom did he spout? Remember when he looked at Billy sleeping there? Sure. He said, I do hope he'll be all right. Yeah, so he did. So what? The way he said it. Oh. Say, you'll have to get some help in to clean up this place. Looks like my fraternity house used to after we threw a dance and... Chuck! Uh, what? What are you staring at? Oh. What are you doing here? Phew, fella, you startled us. What are you doing here? Oh, Chuck. He must be the caretaker the real estate man told us about. Oh, yes. You sure. answer me. Chuck, what's the matter with that man? What? Look here, old man. You don't have to throw any cat fits. We rented this place from Service Supreme. I mean, uh, what's his name, Mr. Hawkins, that real estate man up in town. Rented? Sure. Here's a receipt. $100 for the next two months. <gasps> two months? Yeah. Oh, I know it isn't much, but that's all the fellow wanted, so that's all he got. Of course, with all due respect to your caretaker. Oh, you are the caretaker, aren't you? Yes, I. Oh, good. Then I, I can speak freely. 
Well, I was, as I was saying, the, the rental doesn't seem like much, but after all, big as it is, this is a pretty crummy old place. Chuck. Well, it is. And that real estate fellow said there hadn't been anyone living here regularly for 20 years since those people, what's their name, all died. So I figured that the price... Hey, is... Huh? What'd you say? What'd you say? I don't know. Reynolds, Mr. and Mrs. and Paula. Oh, Reynolds. Yeah, they're the people that lived here, aren't they? Mr. Hoos's real estate said something about Get this. out of here. What? Get out of here. Chuck. You hear me? Now, wait a minute. Get there. out. Now, wait a minute. Out. You do not belong oh, wait, now. here. Wait, we rented Get this Get out place, of you know. here. No, no one belongs here. Why? No one it is mine. Oh, do you... Mine, 20 years, now, mine. stop waving your arms around, old man. Stop Get it. out. You've got stop. to Just go. Just make him stop you. I love you. This you place wake up the dead. Mine. He's making enough mine, noise. I to tell you. Now, you look here, old man. We... My house, mine. We... Nobody... We... Get the... We... Uh, Chuck, he's sick. Catch him. Old man. Old man. Chuck, he's not... No. Just passed out, I guess. Wonder where some water is. We ought to... He's coming, too. Thought he'd popped a valve or something the way he was blowing off. Give me a hand. We'll Take put him on that other sofa. Take your hands off of me. Huh? Take your hands oh, off of me. Oh, now look here, old man. We just want to help you. Your hands off of me. Oh, Chuck, help him get off. No. No. I am all right. I will live longer than anybody. You, you will have to get out. You will have to get out. Hey, now, wait a minute, old man. Can you imagine that old duck? Running off like that. (laughs) We did get a bargain. A house and entertainment by a cracked nut, all for $50 a month. But why was he so furious? Don't ask me. I'm no psychiatrist. Oh, well, let's not let the old crackpot spoil things. No. I'll slip him a few bucks in the morning. He'll be all right. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, let's wake up that snoozing son of ours and... Chuck, look. Huh? He is awake. Why, you little rascal, you. How long have you been sitting there watching, young man? A long time. Where are we, Dad? I'll tell you, Billy. We're in a great big, beautiful house where you and I and Father are going to have a good time for the next two months. Isn't that good news? Well, why don't you answer your mother, Billy? Aren't you glad we're going to be staying here in the country? Dad... Yes, son. Please, let's get out of here. I'm awful scared. I wonder if he's sleeping yet. I'll go see. Be very quiet, Chuck. I will. Like the proverbial chariot. Chuck, keep your voice down. Oh, that air of ours is sleeping so deeply, it'll take Susie's band to wake him up. Maybe we should have let him sleep with us this one night. And have him grow up into a lily that falls over the side of his own shadow? Oh, no, Mrs. Cook. He sleeps in that room and likes it. <laughs> anyway, he's deep in sleep, so that's that. And here I go. <laughs> Boy. Stretching out feels good. You know... It's going to take at least two bands to wake me up tonight. Lock all the doors? Mm-hmm. And the windows? Yeah. Are you sure? 
Oh, now listen, honey. Oh, please tell me. I am telling you. This house is locked up tighter than a who's got. Shutters, doors, everything. I can tell you if that crazy old coot decides to come back to continue his oration, he'll have to use a hacksaw to get in. I wish it was morning. Hmm? You could sort of straighten things out with him. After all, he is the caretaker. Oh, forget it. We rented the place from the accredited agents, and the old boy doesn't like it. Well, it's just too bad. Let's go to sleep. But, Chuck... Oh, Anne... But I want to know... What? Why should he have gotten so excited? It... It's been worrying me. I don't know. Maybe because he thinks we'll mean more work. Twenty years alone. Huh? What'd you say? I was just wondering why this place hadn't been rented or sold all these years. I don't know. Could it be... What? Nothing. Say, are you thinking of... Nonsense. Is it? Sure. Just because a house is big and old and hasn't been lived in for a long time doesn't mean that... Oh, I tell you, that's storybook stuff. Chuck. What? Why did Billy say that he was frightened? Oh, he's just a little kid. Well, isn't it possible that young children are... are closer... To what? To things that aren't of this world? And... Just thinking. Well, stop thinking things like that. All the screwy ideas to get in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, come on. Go to sleep before you give me the jitters, too. Save the ghost talk for tomorrow morning when the sun's shining. It's a little dark and visible and weird right now to be talking about ghosts. Chuck, listen. Music. Oh, Chuck. It's... It's not a radio. Chuck, I'm frightened. I knew something was wrong here. I knew it. The old man was right. We shouldn't no, have no, come Anne, here. We shouldn't have... It. I knew it the minute there I saw him. I want to go, Chuck. Please, don't I don't want like to stay that. here. We shouldn't Wait, have come here. Wait, it stopped. Here, it stopped. So quiet now. Yes. Oh, Chuck. Did we really hear it? I felt floor vibrating, like it does when the organ plays in church. <laughs> it's Billy! Yeah. Billy! He's all right. Oh, Billy. Hello, Mom, Dad. There's no one with him. <laughs> Billy. Billy, why are you laughing like that? Why, Billy? Oh, because I've been having fun. Gosh, lots of fun. <laughs> oh, a dream, son. You, you mean you've been having a funny dream? Gosh, no. Not a dream. Is my dad funny, old lady? <gasps> old lady? Who who did you say that to, Billy? <laughs> she wants me to go downstairs with her to listen to the music. Music? But I told her I couldn't go. Not unless you said I could go. Can I, Mom? Can I go? Go. Go where, Billy? Over where? Downstairs, like I told you. Billy, listen to me. Who are you talking about? Son, answer your mother. Who are you talking about? Yes, and why are you staring at the foot of the bed? 
What are you looking at? The old lady, Dad. Don't you see her sitting there? Old lady? Son. Gosh. Can't you see her? Funny old lady. You can kind of see right through her. Ladies and gentlemen, we leave our lights-out story of Oregon for just a moment now to look in on a cheerier scene. It's a sparkling, clean American kitchen. And the lady of the house is saying... There. Dishes all done. House all cleaned up. Now I can do my victory garden before time to fix the children's lunch. Where do you get your pep? I'm so worn out these days, it takes me all day just to do my housework. I'm losing weight. I can't eat properly. Even washing the dishes tires me out, and there's no help to be had. No, we have to help ourselves these days. And that's what I did when I felt the way you do. I found out I needed more vitamin B1 and iron. So I took ironized yeast tablets. They supply both vitamin B1 and iron, you know. But how could just those two things make so much difference? That's easily explained. When you don't get enough vitamin B1 from your food, you may lose your appetite. Not eat enough to keep up your weight and strength. And when you don't get enough iron from what you eat, you may be weak and pale and all in. And ironized yeast supplies both vitamin B1 and iron? Right. So if you're short on these vital substances, don't wait. Go to your druggist this very night and say... A bottle of ironized yeast tablets, please. And now back to tonight's Lights Out. around you. Kind of a wind blowing in from someplace. We should have stayed upstairs with... No, no. I couldn't stay up in those horrible bedrooms. I couldn't. All right. All right. Now, don't get upset again. Here we three are, and here we stay until daylight. Won't it ever get light again? Oh, no, honey. Just a few more hours. Gosh, kids are wonderful. What? Billy, look at him there. Sleep as if nothing had happened. He doesn't know that anything did. Oh, lucky kid. Oh, you just wait until that old son starts doing this stuff. I'm going to turn this house upside down until I find out what... Chuck! Huh? Wait. Something? I don't know. I thought I heard something sighing as if... That horrible music again. It's here. An organ, right in this room. But where? Where is it coming from? Where? I don't know. Oh, I can't stand it. I can't. Don't make them stop it. Please, Organs dearest, play. Please, no one control here. yourself. Stop You'll it. wake stop up the boy, honey. That. Mama, Mom. Billy, he's up. Mom, come to me, Mom. Oh, yes, Billy. Yes, Billy Boy, yes. What is it? That funny music. Where is it coming from, Mom? I don't know. But, Mom... It's all right, son. Stay here by me. That's the boy. Won't it ever 
daylight ever come. I wish we wasn't here. Chuck, it's getting darker. It's, it's, it's all right. Just, just the dark before the dawn. You know. Dad, it's getting light. And the music dying away. Light. But what a strange light. Anne, is there something wrong with my eyes? No. I see it, too. Do you? The wall over there. A light growing on it. Oh, Chuck, I'm afraid. We've got to get out of here. Quickly. Yes. No, no. Wait. That wall. The light's gone through it. Beyond it. There's a room there now. A room. Yes. Yes, I see it, too. Oh, Chuck, what is this? Mommy, what are you afraid of? And there's someone sitting in that room. Yes. It's... it's a girl. <laughs> I see her so clearly. And yet, somehow it isn't real, is it? Look at the way she's dressed. So strangely. So clear. And yet it's more like a... like a picture on the wall. No depth. The flatness of the picture. Chuck, look. There's a man coming into that terrible light. By George, it's he. What? Don't you recognize him, the old caretaker? Yes. But now he isn't so old. Get me out of no, here. No, no, wait. We don't dare, though. Not yet. Pictures on the wall. And yet not pictures. He's going closer to her. I see it. Hello, Paula. He's... Talking. Oh. And yet he hasn't substance. Flesh, I know he hasn't. Oh, it's you, Mr. Elderson. Yeah, Pictures Paula, talking as I if... Talk am I insane? You know, Mr. Elderson, Mother doesn't like to have me talk with you. Because I am a gardener. Oh, Chuck Billy. Don't talk. Whatever's the reason, Mr. Elderson. You shouldn't come in here when Mother's away. Blast your mother. Mr. Elderson. I say blaster. I've got nothing, so I'm not good enough. Please go. Your papa, before he died, he promised me money... Plenty money for all I did for him. I'm sorry you didn't leave Your mother. It wasn't in the will. How could she give it to Your you? Your papa, Mr. Reynolds, he promised me. Reynolds, oh, they're the people that own this place. But Mr. Oh, Hawkins said they'd all been, been dead for 20 years. You drive me out too, eh? No, please. If I had the money your papa promised me, you wouldn't tell me to go. Maybe you would love me. Don't, please. But you could love me anyway, Paula Reynolds. I make you love me. Daddy, what is it? Moving pictures? You frighten me. The light's fading out. And they're... They're going with it. What have we seen, Chuck? What? Wait. The light. It's coming back. Don't look, Billy boy. Here, put your head against Mother. And... Look. He... Killed her. Oh, Chuck. Standing over her. That horrible look on his face. Chuck, another woman's coming in. The mother. He's turning toward her. Chuck, he's going to kill her too. I, I can't move. I want to scream. I can't. <coughs> do something, Chuck. He's killing the mother, killing her. What can I do? I can't move. <coughs> Gone. The light goes. And they go with it. But, 
But we saw him kill them both. Mother and daughter. Billy didn't see. No. He buried his head against me so tightly that... Why, Chuck? What's the matter? He's asleep. Asleep? Yes. So quietly against me. It's as if someone out there didn't want him to see that horror. Only you and I. Oh, Chuck, what was it that we saw? What? Whatever it was, we're getting out of here. Quick, give me the boy. <gasps> Who the... The old man, the one we just saw kill... The one you just saw, what? You killed them. How? Why, I don't quite understand. But we saw you kill them, mother and daughter. So? Was it real? Yes, I killed them both. <gasps> yes, I killed them. And why not? The young one gave me no love. The old one no money. He promised me. He promised me, but when he died, they gave me nothing. Killed them, yes. Yes, killed them with my own hands. I killed them. Shock the police. Yes, no, I'm going No police. There were no police then. There will be no police now. But murder. Two women. They know. I know. And now you know. No one else will whoa, ever... Whoa, whoa. What do you mean? You hear? They understand. That horrible organ music. Their music. Night after night since I killed them. Now you know why I didn't want you here. Now you know why I must kill you. Kill? That gun! Yes, with the gun. Them 20 years ago with my hands. You with this gun. You crazy... No, Chuck, you kill you. Look out! Kill you all. Give me... Kill you all. Give me that gun. And I'll kill you. Give it to me, I'll tell you. Chuck. I'm I'm all right. <laughs> Dead. I I had my hand on the gun, and then it, it seemed to turn in my hand toward him. As if as if someone I saw. Billy, is he... Still sleeping. Sleeping. Through all that. Blessed sleep. The wall. It's falling out. <laughs> the wall. It... There's the organ. The organ that was playing. And... And... Women... Two women sitting at the keyboard. No, no, Chuck. Don't go closer. Oh, no. Chuck, what is it? No. I was wrong, Anne. Wrong? Not women. Not anymore. Two skeletons in dresses. Oh. I... I think I know now. He killed them. Twenty years ago. And then walled up their bodies in there with the organ. But what we saw, the music, how could it... Anne, look. They're crumbling. Bones into dust. He's dead. Now they can have peace. <laughs> 
nobler? Well, Mr. Martin? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, if you want a rational explanation of the return of the dead, don't expect it from me. I can see the stories. I write them. But if you want facts, don't expect them from me tonight. I, um... I suggest the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica or, uh, oh yes, a visit to that old lady around the corner who says she talks with ghosts. As to whether the dead can return, once again I say we don't know and perhaps it's better that we don't. Which reminds me of the future and reminds me of next week. Have you ever heard of alter ego, Frank? I don't know what ego is, all right, but (laughs) what's the alter? The answer to that, after you've had your say. Friends... If more vitamin B1 and iron is all you need to help you look and feel and act your best, get ironized yeast tablets. Now, there are cases where a rundown condition may be due to other causes. And if you have any doubt, by all means, consult a physician. But if your trouble is simply vitamin B1 and iron deficiency, remember, ironized yeast has been so successful in so many such cases that it's sold on this no-risk, money-back basis. If you don't begin to eat better, to look and feel much stronger, peppier, and more alive, the cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full by Ironized Yeast, Box IY, Rahway, New Jersey. Now, Mr. Obler, what's that about alter ego? Oh, wait a minute. Isn't that the play you did a number of years ago with Betty Davis, which caused such a furor? Right. Good memory, Frank. That was a long time ago, and so many of my friends here in Hollywood, including the illustrious Betty D. herself, have asked me to do it again, that we're going to do it once more. Alter Ego, the story of a girl's other amazing self. But that's next week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's eerie story, Alter Ego. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. beginning of the white shoe season, but it's never too soon to start caring for your white shoes to keep them in good wearing condition. So clean your shoes with Energene Shoe White. It's made with the very whitest pigment obtainable, only the very whitest. It spreads over shoes easily, dries evenly, helps keep your shoes looking their whitest and best longer. So buy Energene Shoe White. Well, no CBS tag on there. I guess they ran out of room on the transcription disc. Um, <laughs> ghosts in a rented house. Rented for two months' rent for $100. That kind of dates the show. Um, and notice at the beginning of the show, they referred to their little boy as their draft exemption. Uh, that's a World War II reference, I guess. If you had children, you didn't get drafted into the war. Um, interesting. I'd never heard that uh, <laughs> phrase before, but there it was. Question for the audience, does anybody out there know if 
the show that he referred to uh, towards the end of that show with Betty Davis called Alter Ego. Does that exist anywhere? Because I would love to hear that. So if anybody out there knows that, hey, Ted Davenport or whoever, um, if that exists, please let us know. And uh, I'd like to get that to, to listen to. It's probably an episode of Arch Obler's Plays from 1939. And it probably is in that book that I referred to, but I, I don't know that I, and I know that I'll have to find the book and see if that story is in there, but sounds interesting. Betty Davis in an Arch Obler story called All About, no, not All About Eve. That's a Betty Davis movie. Alter Ego. Okay. Lights out there. The organ, a nice little ghost story to send you off to dreamland tonight. Um, we'll be back next week with an episode of Quiet, Please. Actually, <laughs> a little teaser for this one. It's called Let the Lilies Consider, and I think it is probably one of the absolute best in the series. And I'll let you think about this, but when you listen to it, there's a film that came out in about mm, 10 or so years ago with Johnny Depp, and the story is very similar. So see if you can figure out what that was. All right. <laughs> I think that uh, Stephen King, who wrote the original story for the movie with Johnny Depp, I think Stephen King grew up listening to uh, Quiet, Please, and kind of borrowed the story a little bit there. But we'll talk about that next week, like they say on Lights Out. It's always next week. Okay. Until then, this is John Tefteller in the good old days of radio show. Thanks for listening. Tune in on, to tune in, tune in, whatever. Find us on Tuesday for a series with legendary radio collector J. David Golden, who's telling us his life story and all kinds of interesting other things about collecting radio shows back in the 1960s, way back when people first started collecting radio shows. So uh, give that a listen, and we'll see you next Thursday with Quiet, Please, and Let the Lilies Consider. Good night.